Hello, real estate world. Welcome to the Nova Show, real estate records. This is Nuria Rivera, owner of Novation Title. I wanted to create the space for you guys to be able to share success stories, but not only success stories. I also wanted you guys to be able to share raw stories, everything that you have learned from the failures, the lessons, the wins. This is a space for our community to come together so that we can help each other rise to the next level. This is a space to be vulnerable, and this is a space for us to all be able to support each other in this real estate world. Please enjoy this episode. Hi, listeners. This is the Nova Show. This is Daryl and Bertley here, and I am here with Amy Dobbs, the extraordinaire. How are you doing today, Amy? <laughs> Thank you. I am amazing. Yes, that you was are. a very nice introduction. How are you, beautiful? I am doing well. I'm even happier to be sitting across from you because you're <laughs> awesome. Um, everybody out there, get to know her. Amy is here in um, our, our Midvale office. She is an agent who's very, very great at what she does. Amy, can you give us a little background on you, where you're from, how you started? Uh, you're so sweet. Uh, yes. Well, first of all, I want to say thank you so much for having me mm-hmm. on your podcast. And um, I'm very excited to get to be here with you. Mm-hmm. So I, let's see, I'm a Utah native. I born and raised. I spent most, most of my younger years down in Utah County, down in Orem, and moved up here the summer of my freshman year, graduated from Alta, was in Sandy, lived in West Jordan for a bit moved downtown and I've spent most of my adult life up here in Sully, which I love. I love the diversity up here. I love the parks and skiing and hiking and all those really, really fun things. I have been in real estate since 2010. I got brought in from a really great mentor. It was my mother-in-law, Carrie Kelly. She been doing it for many, many years. And prior to that, I had a very successful hair career here locally in Utah. I used to also educate for uh, companies such as TG and Bedhead, J Life, which was a really fun one. It was based out of London and they had a space here and then one in Tokyo, which is kind of nice, down, that's right? super fun. Um, and then L'Oreal. So real estate has been amazing. I love being able to assist my clients in growing their financial wealth in real estate because that is the best way to be able to get the ball rolling and to diversify your portfolio. So that's kind of me in a nutshell. Um, besides, you know, I also am a mother. I've got three amazing sons. You know, there you go. Um, okay. So three amazing sons. So you're a boy mom. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> I love that. Thank you. I love it. We need strong moms to raise strong men. I agree. Amen to that. So you had a very successful career with hair and then that transferred over into real estate. How did you make that transition? What made you take that leap? Well, I, great question, had been so successful with my hair career that I was maxed out on what I could charge for the local, you know, state, um, for my cuts and colors. And I was so booked out. There was no flexibility. And hair actually behind the chair can be really hard on your body after long term. So you kind of need to have an exit plan. Mm -hmm. So I had navigated, you know, something, I needed something where I could give myself a raise and I could have a little bit more flexibility Mm -hmm. and real estate provided that for me. 
And I had a transition, I had a three-year transition where I did both. Mm-hmm. And then I finally retired out of hair and I actually still have clients reaching out to me, you know, it's been 12 years and they're like, have you come out of retirement yet? Oh, wow. Nobody can do my hair like you. I miss you so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's kind of how it worked for me. Okay. That's nice. I mean, you're really cool. Cause I would be like, well, you know, on occasion and just, um, really nice prices and a really nice cut and color <laughs> providing exceptional service that people are looking for in many, many ways. So when it comes to real estate, how important would you say that it is to buy now? Well, I think right now is an amazing, amazing time for buyers. Um, Let's for a minute just not think about what's happening with the interest rates because it's constantly changing right now. But our economy is stable here right now. You're able to, as a buyer, be able to have more time to go out and look at homes. There's more variety for you to choose. And there's not that heavy pressure of you see it right now. And am I putting in an offer as that was what was happening, you know, a couple months ago. And you are able to have your offer be accepted with contingencies like due diligence and appraisal. And you're seeing some sellers buy down some interest points or giving concessions. And it's much more of a equal risk market right now to purchase in. And I just really think, you know, for my buyers right now that you haven't been able to to be in this position as a buyer in the last two years. Mm -hmm, Definitely. So buyers definitely have the upper hand right now. So I would say equal. Equal. Okay. That's nice. Because I think, you know, the, the sellers still have a lot to, you know, be able to dictate, I would say, but I think that they just need to be a little bit more aware of where the buyer's minds are at and prices, right? So I think right now what you're seeing with sellers is they're not being as realistic as they need to be. I think we've had like a reversion back to home prices like back in 2019. Mm -hmm. And you really need to, as a a seller, listen to your agent's advice because if you go high to the market right now and sit Mm -hmm. and do price reductions, you're losing money every week. Mm -hmm. So um, thank you for giving that advice to buyers. So specifically, let's get into the sellers. What would you tell the sellers? You just said, be realistic about price. Is there anything else you would tell sellers who are sitting on a property that they don't want, they're waiting to sell, not willing to budge? What's something that you think you could say to them to convince them that now's the right time? Well, what I've seen a lot with my sellers, because they were sitting on homes and they didn't want to sell because they couldn't find anything. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing them looking and having them find a house that they want and having it contingent to their home selling. Mm -hmm. So then they will get under contract on a property and then put their house up for sale. Mm -hmm. And so that's a common thing that I've been seeing now as where before I'd had some clients that were sellers that didn't even, they wanted to move, but they were scared of the way that the market was moving and they couldn't move fast enough to be able to get, you know, their, their offer accepted because they were going to have a contingent to their home selling Mm -hmm. and they knew they weren't going to get it as we're right now. You are seeing sellers be okay. Yeah. We'll accept this offer with a contingency of your home selling. Okay. Thank you for that. So we're going to break things up a little bit with some, um, fast fun facts about amy three quick questions (laughs) it's this or that just for a little entertainment here little little laugh so skiing or hiking oh dang girlfriend um that is a hard one i will say hiking okay i love skiing but i really feel like you can do hiking more throughout the year okay so hiking all right singing or dancing 
<laughs> I love dancing. Dancing mm-hmm. is healing for the soul. I love dancing. So I'll go dancing. Okay. Now sushi or tacos? <laughs> sushi. Sushi. <laughs> All right. That, there you have it, folks. You're getting to know Amy a little bit more. All right. Let's get back to a little bit more real estate. So how long have you been with your current firm? So I joined that firm in 2015. Mm-hmm. So just under seven years, I think. Yeah. Okay. So you'd say that the, the most of your, years. so more, most of your real estate career has been there. So what would you say is unique about the Salt Lake City market? Have you tried working in any of the other counties and how would you compare them? Yes. So I actually do some up in Park City mm-hmm. and um, I sell quite a bit up in, um, we were like in Huntsville and Eden. Um, and I have done some out in Saratoga Springs and Eagle Mountain in Utah County. Mm-hmm. But I would say my major area is definitely Salt Lake. Salt Lake County is, I feel like a nice hub where it's like central for a lot of businesses and it's unique in the diversity factor. It's also unique in the neighborhoods where you can get really fun, like walking neighborhoods with little fun restaurants in them. I also feel like in Salt Lake County, you'll see a greater appreciation in your home values because of its location. Um, and, you know, it's it's close to all of the things that you want to be doing if you're an outdoors person, which is usually what keeps and brings people mm-hmm. here. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much. Um, all right. So what was the biggest challenge that you'd say you faced in your career or actually in general, the biggest challenge that you faced that you've overcome and how did you do it? <laughs> it could be personal. It could be professional. Let's get into oh, it. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, the greatest challenge that I have faced, I think the greatest challenge that I have faced and continue to face is my own belief system and limitations of who I think that I am or where I think that I'm going. Mm -hmm. So I have to constantly remind myself, um, of, you know, the only competition is myself right? and who I was yesterday, mm-hmm. right? So get rid of comparables of outside sources because it's very easy for myself to be like, oh, well, look what they're doing or get sidetracked with that type of uh, uh, mindset mm-hmm. and, um, and be like, oh, well, I should be doing this or I should be doing that and necessarily might not be fulfilling for me and not what I should be doing. Mm -hmm. So I've had to refocus myself back to me Mm -hmm. rather than allowing other people to project what they think that I should be doing or where I should be and kind of take that kind of a direction versus, no, this is my life, my show. Mm -hmm. This is my destiny I'm creating. And this is what I want. These are the purposes of why I want this. This is you know, these are my goals and showing up for myself every day, because however you show up in anything in your life is how you're showing up everywhere in your life. Mm -hmm. So consistency is key, just living on a higher level across the board, creating routines for yourself, because it's so easy to be influenced by your environment and outside resources and also your upbringing. Mm -hmm. And until you become aware of 
the impacts that those things have had on you and maybe your mindset and how you show up for yourself every day, then you really can't move past that. But once you start doing the inner work where I have done, you know, I love reading. Mm -hmm. So reading books and growing your mind and, you know, shifting out of maybe what mindsets you had, but taking perspectives from books or other people. I really do believe that people come into your life for a reason, or you come into their life for a reason and being able to be open and vulnerable to those relationships and really having real conversations with people, you know, and talking about things. And that's where you get to learn more about yourself and get insight into maybe why you think this way. Um, because maybe the person that you're speaking with or your friends with, um, have a different perspective of who you are to them. Right. Mm -hmm. And you can't really, you know, as a, a person or energy inside of this body, you don't really get to see how you are interacting with other people from the outside unless you're videotaping yourself all the time. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, some people videotape themselves a lot, you know, but, um, yeah, I think maybe just those check-ins with self are what's more important. Um, so thank you for that. So that's your biggest challenge and how you've overcome it. And and some of your, how I take it is some of the way that you've navigated that. So thank you for sharing that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Sorry, it was kind of long. No, no, no. It's totally fine. <laughs> everything, like everything you're saying, I'm just taking notes over here. Folks, I'm literally sitting here like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're going to follow up on that. Okay, so work-life balance. Like you mentioned before, you are a mom of three boys and a powerhouse career woman. Um, and I don't know if any of the listeners out there are can relate to this, but real estate doesn't seem to, to stop once the clock hits 5 p.m. <laughs> so how do you balance it? How do you block out your scheduling? What's a trick that right. you can share? A trick. Well, I mm -hmm. think definitely being um, clear on your your schedule mm -hmm. and scheduling everything out is, is so important because in real estate, if you don't that, do that, you can easily just go into the day and then all of a sudden your day is gone and you didn't really accomplish what you wanted to. Mm -hmm. So it's really, really important to be intentional and to take that time to get into your Google calendar and, or you can maybe just, cause I also do both. I'm kind of old school and like actually liking to write things out because I like mm -hmm. to put the pen to paper for me, that's also kind of therapeutic mm -hmm. and do time blocking. And, you know, I like to do CEO, CEO meetings with myself where I have it scheduled every week where I'm like mapping out, okay, here's where my 90 day projection was. How are things coming? Where am I at? And, you know, correct and continue. It's really, really important to be able to give yourself that clarity to really be able to see where you were at and where you are going, because unless you are constantly checking in and, you know, seeing how many phone calls have I been making? How many of these have I been doing? How many listening appointments have I gone on? How many virus appointments have I gone on? And you're not tracking it, then you're going to get lost. Mm -hmm. um, and I think for myself, work-life balance is something that I was challenged with for a very long time because there is for myself, no work-life balance. And I felt like <laughs> it was a, a, a statement that you just 
would say it and then you were already defeated. So I like to think of it as work-life harmony and intent. So I think of it as, you know, like the ocean or a music where you're creating the music and you have different instruments and they both are fully aware of each other. And it's just really being intentional. And yes, real estate, there is no off, right? It's, yeah. It constantly goes. And uh, especially when you're in a deal and things are moving and things might be shifting and you're trying to keep things together and you're getting calls at like 11 o'clock at night, you know, it's just part of the process of being a, a realtor mm-hmm. um, and in, in the market, because, you know, different markets dictate different things. But back before when I was beginning in 2010, I would have a list of like, here's the expectations, what you can expect from me. And it was mm-hmm. very, very different than what you can expect from me right now, because the market dictates a lot more. Mm-hmm. So really just time blocking is what I would say, making mm-hmm. sure that you put together all of your, your, um, this is what I'm doing. So like in the morning, making sure that you get your morning ritual in and then really getting in the things that you need to at the beginning of the day. And it's important to check in with yourself because some, some people are more active and have more energy midday. I definitely have more energy in the morning. So I like to put a lot of my really important things in the morning Mm -hmm. and then, um, we'll do after lunch you know, another, another one, but the main ones that I really want to get done are definitely in the the morning that I put in there and Mm -hmm. just really giving some grace to yourself. Um, Mm -hmm. because as a mother of three and, you know, having a successful real estate career and, you know, cultivating friendships and having a whole life, right? Because it's yeah. not just all about work. It's not just all about children. It's, it's about all about you my too. friendships. Yeah. And it's about things that I also want to do. It's easy to get lost in the mix of being, you know, the role of a mother or the role of the, uh, you know, successful hair, uh, successful realtor, mm-hmm. or, you know, you have to really be able to, in order to be all of these other things, you need to be able to be first. I need to be Amy first Mm -hmm. and make sure that I'm giving myself things that, you know, bring me joy. Yeah. I can bring the joy to everyone else. Mm -hmm. I love that. And you certainly do people. This is, this is the Nova show, but I love Amy. She's, (laughs) she's honestly a exceptional professional, but also a really great person. So I'm really happy to be interviewing her. Just wanted to add that there. I think the same of you. It's a love fest. Well, you're so amazing. And I don't know, you know, the way that we ended up getting to meet each other was Uh so great. And to know you as a person outside of work has been amazing. You're also a great a great woman. Oh, thank you, friend. Um, okay. So folks, you heard it here, time blocking, tracking, making sure that you are carving out time for self-care for yourself. Those kind of help keep things balanced. Um, so what would you say? I know you mentioned you have a weekly CEO meeting running, like running your business, like a business because it is a business. Correct. Right. Um, so, <laughs> uh, let's just say your Sunday night, for example, Yes. how do you plan a successful week ahead? Right. So mm-hmm. for myself, it's a creating a fun ritual. So I mm-hmm. love journaling, gratitudes. I love tea. Mm-hmm. So it's making myself a delicious cup of tea, putting on some nice music and then getting out my journal and I'm writing, I'm reflecting on the last week. And then I'm looking at what my new week is going to be. And I really project what I want everything to look like. So it's like, 
almost taking it as if the week already happened, Mm -hmm. but it's very, very, you know, like this was a successful meeting. This is what, how it turned out Mm -hmm. and uh, creating that. And then also knowing, okay, what if there's a hiccup? What if there's this? And then I can take that time to be like, okay, here's a plan B in case this or this come up. So I know it sounds um, like a lot, but the nice thing about it is if you create that space for your yourself and give yourself that CEO meeting, and let's just say like, maybe you only have a half an hour, great, schedule it and do it. Mm-hmm. That's the best thing that you can do for yourself for that week, because you then set the intentions for the week for yourself mm-hmm. and you give yourself the space and time to really intentionally know, okay, here's, here's what I am doing. Here's things on my schedule. Here's maybe, maybe one meeting needs you to schedule out time for another meeting so you can get things ready for the other meeting. Right. Mm-hmm. And maybe if you didn't do that, then you wouldn't have thought of that mm-hmm. too. So that's my ritual for myself. And maybe that will be a good tip for some of you also that are listening out there. <laughs> I think it will be. Okay. So we're going to break it up a little bit by going back to the, this or that. This is so fun. Paper, rock, scissors. Yes. Yes. Okay. So concerts or museums. Oh, concerts. Concerts. All right. Um, how about this one? Novel or podcast? Ooh. I love podcasts. So I'm going to go with podcasts. Okay. All right, now, 90s. We're going to the 90s. <laughs> Grunge or hip-hop? <laughs> well, I had friends in all the different areas, yeah. but I will say hip-hop definitely gets me dancing and moving. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. Okay, now, three activities that you would say you've done consistently throughout your adulthood that have made you the person that you are now can be personal, professional, but just three habits, three activities that you do almost religiously and they make up Amy today. I love doing vision boards. Mm. So I do a vision board every year, sometimes twice a year, uh, but at least once a year. And I love taking the time to look at the last vision board and see what I've created in my life. And Mm -hmm. then create what I am bringing into my life for the next year. That's definitely been something that I love doing. Um, Another thing that I do is reading. I love reading. And Mm -hmm. I think the person that you are going to be or that you are today is the person that you were five months ago. Mm -hmm. So if where you're wanting to be um, has so much to do with where you are right now and who you, you surround yourself with, what you're listening to, what you're reading, and it will get you to, whether subconsciously, whether you're aware of it or not, that is going to be where you're going to be in five months. Mm-hmm. So I like to be the captain of my own ship mm-hmm. and direct my life. So I will, you know, map out the books that I want to read and really make that important and, you know, intentional on where I'm spending my time. Mm-hmm. Um, And then I love meditation and working out. So my morning ritual for myself is I wake up and I do my sound bowl and I do my journaling and I do my workout. I love Tracy Anderson. She's one of my favorite (laughs) go-to ladies. Uh She's very intentional with her workouts and also eating and all of those things. So she's a great mentor for me in my life. And I think you know, 
taking care of our mind, body, and soul is very important. Okay. Awesome. Thank you for that. All right. So another, a little bit more about you. What's your favorite literature genre? <laughs> oh, self-help. Self-help. Yeah. <laughs> I love that though. I want to be the best version of me. Uh-huh. And I feel like that's the only way that I can continue to grow myself. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, another question, who would you say your favorite band is? Ooh, band. Oh. It could be anything. I know that's like such a broad question. <laughs> um, I like mm-hmm. uh, Dr. Dog is a good one. Um, but I truly like, they're not a band or she's not a band, but you know, ever since I was a little girl, I love Janet Jackson oh, yeah. and I love Beyonce mm-hmm. and Sierra. Um, they are my powerhouse ladies. Yes. So when I'm getting ready to go on a powerhouse listing, I have like my listing, like playlist that I listen uh-huh. to to pump me up. And I definitely have some really strong ladies on there. Awesome. Um, would you suggest that just ha- oh, doing yes. what you need to get yourself in that peak mindset, like have do a little dance, listen to your Absolutely, music. Because uh-huh. You should not be going and making decisions from a state of confusion. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really important to get your mindset in a, in a space where you are in your best self, your best version of yourself in a, a good energy state. You'll make the best decisions from there. And so if for you, that's going on a walk, mm-hmm. if it's listening to a song, um, however you need to energetically get yourself there, mm-hmm. then I definitely support that and strongly encourage. I love that. All right. So last um, question or one of the last two questions about you. So if you were um, a pop culture icon, a character from any movie or television show, (laughs) just so people can have a good grasp on who Amy Dobbs is, who would you be? I know I'm putting you on the spot. You didn't know I was going to ask that question. Who do you relate to the most? Well, I would have to be watching some stuff. I I have spent so much time lately reading and doing these other things. I haven't really you know, watched some kids shows with armor. Mm-hmm. And um, all right, I'm thinking. Um, so one of the movies we watched recently was Encanto. And mm-hmm. the I can't remember her name right now. She's the main character in Canto mm-hmm. with the glasses. And she was the one who didn't get her room. And so they were worried that she was like the, the person who caused all this to happen. And mm-hmm. really her secret power was always there. Mm-hmm. Um, and she just needed to own it in her own self first. And I would say that I relate a lot to her because I can see amazingness in a lot of other people mm-hmm. and their great strongness and where their strengths and maybe some of their weaknesses lie and I can have conversations with them but for myself it's always been um a little bit different which is kind of nice I think because you always come from a place of humble Mm -hmm. and wanting to grow yourself um but then I'll get little glimpses of you know the impact that I've had on like let's say my family or my sisters or my mother or things like that or my clients like I I just enjoy so much being able to bring value to those around me. Okay. Does that 
answer. It absolutely does. I got to see Encanto. I'm sorry. I don't have any kids, but I hear it's an amazing (laughs) movie. I'm going to take my grown self and sit down and watch Encanto. I've heard the music and it's fabulous. Um, last personal question is what color would you say your aura is? If you could think of a color that describes Amy, what color would you be? I would be violet. Violet. Okay. Why? Because I love the color purple mm-hmm. and um, violet. Um, I just see it's very calming. It's very regal. It's very royal. And when I see it, it instantly brings me joy and a smile. Okay, thank you. All right, so you have a a segment on Tuesdays. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, so I do a Let's Talk Tuesday. And it's something that I felt was important because as we were watching our real estate market kind of do a little bit of a shift, we were getting bombarded with everybody's opinions from the news and from you know, outside resources. And I thought it was really important to have a local voice Mm -hmm. and one that is saying, here's what I'm seeing locally here. And so that was really the motivation for my Let's Talk Tuesdays. And so now it's just me giving little tidbits of information on Tuesdays really quick about like maybe what's going on in the market, um, maybe something that's going on locally. I've taken the opportunity recently to, you know, help use it to support um, a local charity and fundraiser. So it's just something that I think it is important to create now as a, you know, realtor, real estate professional, getting out and doing something in your social media and adding value to those who are following you. Awesome. Awesome. So this is going to be the last little segment. It's going to be four questions. Rapid fire. Are you ready? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. All right. First question. What do you feel is the biggest challenge you're currently facing in your business? I think it's the outside mindset. People mm-hmm. keep telling me that the market isn't doing well and actually is doing well. Right. There's always business, right? There's always business. Just got to go get it. People are still moving. And, you know, maybe the people that were in the house in market three, three years ago, which is kind of what I'm seeing right now with a lot of my clients is like, oh, you know, the market has shifted and maybe that wasn't the house that you wanted to be in, but you needed to be in a house. And let's talk about maybe transitioning and becoming a landlord and renting out this house and finding you a new house because now there's more on the market mm-hmm. and you have this opportunity. And as like the interest rate suggests, then you can always refinance. So there's definitely conversations to be had. And it's really important for you as the professional to shift that perspective and take charge of the conversations that you're having with those people around you. Absolutely. Don't let other people's negativity or limited beliefs bring you down. When you see them going down, don't go down there with them and complain. Just bring them on back up higher (laughs) level. All right. Number two is I thought this was going to be rapid fire, but I want you to flush out your answers because they're good. So (laughs) not rapid fire, speedy fire. Okay. Sorry. That was (laughs) Put the timer on and point it towards me. Um, Number two, with this market shift, what, what would be the one thing that can help you take your business to the next level? The one thing that can take your, uh, getting back to your foundation, making sure that all of the core things that you used to do, you're doing them and executing them well amazing to your foundation i'm writing all this down folks all right if you could take a course that would really make a difference in developing that one skill you're missing what would that course be public speaking Mm -hmm. it's been coming into my life a lot more 
And so I've never actually taken a class on it, but I think that it would serve me to be able to do that. But I also like to be authentic. And so I hope that I can find a mix if I do that. Awesome. Okay. If there was one thing that you could change about the title industry in general, what would it be? Well, I think that Novation has actually done that. I don't know if we're oh. not allowed to well, you can, say that. You're allowed to tell the truth. Go ahead and edit that. But, you know, my experience has been amazing from a real estate point of view and then also from my client's point of view of getting to be celebrated at the closing table. And I think that that's a missed opportunity for a lot of other title companies that aren't capped during that moment, mm -hmm. because it is a big moment. I mean, it's the largest yeah, purchase you are going to make it's in life your changing. life. Yeah. Come on, you guys. Let's yeah. just be. Acknowledge it. Yeah. yeah, that is a lot. Mm -hmm. So I think that that is the big thing because it's, you've made it through this, you know, it can be very emotional and very stressful, this mm -hmm. home buying process, you know, and to get to the closing table and to be signing on this. Yeah. Like, and making this your own. Mm -hmm. Okay right? This is something that most people, I mean, that's the American dream mm -hmm. is to own a home. Yeah. Okay. So giving and honoring that and celebrating that and celebrating it with those around you, mm -hmm. it will create this moment in memory in their mind for forever. Okay. I agree with that. Okay. Final question to the folks out here listening to the Nova show from Amy Dobbs. Um, we want to know if there's Anything you could tell agents right now, maybe new agents, um, maybe agents who've been in the game for a while and are feeling discouraged with this current market. What's your one message you want people to walk away with, with from this podcast? Well, life will always throw challenges into your life, whether it's your personal life, your work life, personal life. And it's really up to you. Um, to decide what it's going to mean to you and what you're going to allow it to be to you. So I would challenge and encourage all of you to get to know who you are. Like what is important to you? Why are you in this industry? Mm -hmm. You know, and let that be your driving force. Reconnect to that and go out there and get it. Go get it. <laughs> All right. You heard it here. Amy Dobbs, thank you so much for coming on to the Nova show. Thank you so much for having me. It's been such a pleasure. Yay. You're so much fun. Um, All right. Where can people find you? Social media, your email, anything you want to, you want to let the people know. So God, Amy Dobbs is my IG handle. Uh, Dobbs Souls Utah is my website. You can find me there. Um, I don't think it's too hard to track me down. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, Amy. Thank you again. so much. This has been thank so much fun. Thank you listeners for being here. All right. Everyone enjoy your evening, your morning, your afternoon. Uh, this is Daryl and Bertley and we're signing off. Bye. Take care. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Please rate us, like us, and share this podcast with our real estate community. The Nova Show Real Estate Record, sharing raw stories of real estate, failures, lessons, wins, and successes. This is all from Novation Title, bringing a different experience into your world so that we can all uplift each other. Until next time.